Hello, everyone. Welcome to Perfect Timing Podcast. I am your host, Sydney Chandler Monet, and today is going to be a solo episode. Finally, right? It's been a while since I've done one by myself. I don't think I've done it since like I think over the summer. So it's been a minute. Um, and obviously there's a lot that I have to catch you guys up on. Uh just things that have been happening in my life. Um some life updates, some things that I've been up to, some New Year stuff. So I'm excited and I'm excited to talk to you guys about, you know, what's been going on. Um, just being authentic for a little bit because it's it's been kind of hard for me to do that for some time. So I think we can go ahead and get it started. Before I begin, I think I want to start implementing um, this new segment in my podcast where I ask my guest, or at least for today, I'm my own guest. I'm asking my guests like what they've done for self-care this week. Um, Cause you guys will find out later that my word for the new year is self-care and I'll get into why in a second. Um, so I think I'll go ahead and start like, what have I done for self-care this week? Um, hmm. I think I really, hmm. I think self-care can be like many definitions. So I guess I'm going to say that I really was just patient with myself this week, which I'm really not like, you can ask anyone like my grandma. She's always like, Sydney, you're so hard on yourself. And I'm like, well, I'm not hard on myself. And like nothing would get done. And obviously I have my mom, you know, to push me to do certain things. And I have like, you know, people who are around me who, support me but um usually like I like my mind is usually like my, my worst enemy so I think I did a really good job this week of just like you know if there's something that I wouldn't get done I was just like you know it's okay and I can do it tomorrow um and I was I tried to focus on rest this week as well I think the this past weekend um it was good for the most part and then some stuff uh had happened that kind of put me in a bad mood um so Monday and Tuesday were pretty hard um, because I was just wasn't getting a lot of sleep. Um, but I think Wednesday night, um, I got my eight hours in. Um, did I sacrifice some school work to do that? Yes, I did. But something that I learned this year is that if you're tired, rest, especially as a senior. This is definitely like something I have been implementing in my life. And if you're a rising senior, if you're in high school in general, like in just general in general in life, like if you're tired, rest. Because, um, you know, at the end of the day, like, it's you or, you know, whatever, like, you're doing, like, if you're trying to get something done for school, if you're trying to get something done for an organization, and obviously, this is like situational, like, if you're staying up applying to a scholarship, that's different. But um, if you are just slammed with homework, and you're not necessarily behind or on anything, but you have a lot going on, sometimes it's better just to like, put it all away and put your head down. And just take some time to sleep. So I just did that this week and I, I felt really good about it. So I guess I could say that was my self-care for the week. Um, so moving on, I want to give you guys some life updates. So I turned 18, um, back in November, as you guys know, Sagittarius season. Um, and honestly, it was just, I, just, I don't know. I was, I was kind of upset because like, if you know me personally, like I've said before, like how I I'm, don't really want to grow up uh, just for like the normal reasons. Like, you know, I don't really, I'm not ready to be an adult yet. I'm not really ready to say goodbye to my childhood. Like even just being a senior, like I graduated in less than four months, which is crazy to say. Um, Cause you know, like um, I was watching uh, this clip from high school musical the other day and I was like, honestly, 
my life kind of felt like high school musical at least high school felt like high school musical and like you know uh what's that one line from the song it's like I wish every day yeah it's like I wish every day could feel like a high school musical or something like that and honestly yeah that's not a really realistic thing to say but honestly um I'm definitely going to miss this chapter in my life and two or at least almost two months later after turning 18 um I could say that like I'm feeling it a little bit more you know just new expectations things I'm excited for things I'm ready to do like I guess legally as an adult um we still got 21 for me to actually feel it but um turning 18 definitely was kind of scary for me um but here I am you know nothing happened yet so I guess you know it's going well so far um and I think something that you guys have all noticed is that I kind of disappeared for like two and a half months. For two and a half months, I was I was on a hiatus, kind of AWOL for a little bit, MIA, if you will. Um, and it was just a time for me to just sit and I like to say get my life together. My uncle kind of bashes me for that. He's like, it's not getting your life together. It's literally just resting. Like you already have so much going on. Like it's just time for you to rest. And I'm like, yeah. So that's what I did. So around early November, for all my fellow seniors out there, you guys know that November 1st is a very big deadline day for a lot of colleges, at least for early action. And um, I think I applied to like six schools on uh, November 1st. And honestly, you guys are probably thinking like, why didn't you just get it done beforehand? Yada, yada, yada. It's just kind of like, I mean... I don't really know. It's not like I had like a lot to do. And something that I kind of realized later is like I should fill out all of the general stuff, like, you know, what I want to study, uh, what kind of application is this, like through my comment app and stuff like that. And I, that could have made things a little easier and made the process a little bit faster. But um, I don't know, like time, time just gets away from you. And like my earliest application was October 15th for two schools. And um, it was just kind of like, I don't know we're all in here talking together. We're already talking about graduation, ordering our caps and gowns, you know, taking our senior pictures. And like, I was trying to snuggle, snuggle, I guess, in my role of um, being president of my student council at school, which is a very big responsibility and has really taken a toll on me. Um, but again, I can get into all that stuff later. Um, and so what happened was I like, I just like shut down after November 1st, like after submitting all six of those applications, obviously those weren't my only schools. Uh, I still had like deadlines after that, but up until that point, like that was just a really big push. And like, it took me a long time to rejuvenate from that. And it was crazy because I think that week, um, I wanted to get a massage or like I was scheduled to get a massage. Um, at a place uh, around where I live. And it's the same business that I usually go to, uh, like same organization, um, you know, like massage therapy, but it was in a different location because, you know, they got back to us first about having a cancellation on a day after school. And I was like, this is perfect. So I drove myself down there and I get there and um, I go inside and I check in and I'm like, hi guys, you know, um, I'm here for a massage at like this time, yada, yada, yada um you know checking in and I got there like right at 5 45 so kind of pushing it like a little bit but whatever so I go in 
and the masseuse starts asking me, you know, like pressure points and stuff like that, just regular stuff when they um start when they're about to, you know, give a massage to someone. And she pauses for a second and she's like, You look kind of young. How old are you? And I was like, I'm 17. Cause at the time I, I hadn't turned 18 yet, because you guys know my birthday is at the end of November. And at this point, it was like November 3rd or something like that, or it might have been the second, uh, something like that. And so they were just, and then she kind of like paused and she looked at me and she had like this look of concern. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, um, is there anyone here with you? And I'm like, no, I drove myself. And she's like, okay, well, can anyone get here in like five minutes to be on the premises of, you know, to be in the building? And I'm like, no, like, why? What is this? And she's just like explaining to me, she's like, well, our policy is that if you're 17 years old, someone needs to be in the in the facility, like in the building while you're getting the massage. And if you're like 15 or 16 years old, like your parent or guardian has to be in the room where, while you're getting the massage. And I'm like, what? Like, this is like news to me because again, this is the same organization and uh, company that I've been getting a massage with for like since I was 16 or something like that. And in my head, I'm like, well, maybe they never said anything before because I was always with somebody when I was getting a massage, you know? I was either with my mom, one time I was with my friend and who was over 18, she was over 18. So maybe they didn't say anything because I was with them the whole time. So then I'm like, okay, like, let me call my mom and see what I can do. Because this is the main thing I've been like looking forward to like all week. I've been so stressed out, you know, like I'm ready to get this massage. So I call my mom and I'm explaining the situation to her. And she's like, can I talk to the masseuse? She's talking to the masseuse and she's like, basically explaining the same thing to my mom that she did to me. And uh, long story short, they just kicked me out, uh, basically, because um, I was underage and no one can get there in time to be on in the facility while I was getting the massage. And so you can imagine that I was pretty much heartbroken. You know, like this is one of my favorite forms of self-care because, you know, being, uh, I like to say I'm retired, being a retired dancer, you know, carrying all the stress around and I carry a lot of stuff in my backpack. So obviously like I'm experiencing a lot of like physical and because of that mental pain. So, you know, this was kind of heartbreaking for me. And, you know, I think I cried, like, I want to say like five times that night, like five different times. I cried when I got in the car after, and then, um, I cleaned myself up and I went into like the like a Panda Express uh, drive-through. And it was funny because like, I pro- I looked like I've been crying for like an hour when I got to, you know, the line and I'm about to get my food. And the guy, like he compliments me and he's like, he's like, your dimples are so nice. And firstly, I'm like, what? In my head, I'm like, what dimples? I do not have any dimples. You guys have seen almost every picture I've ever posted. You guys do not know that I do not have dimples. So maybe um, it was the way I was squinting at him because my eyes were puffy or whatever. And maybe I was trying to like do a half smile just to look, a little less um upset and you know he was like um I hope he was like you know like you have a nice smile and I'm like um thank you and so uh I just go home I cry again and um I get inside and like I sit down and my mom's basically like I'm sorry Sydney and I'm like you know it's okay um and you know my grandma was on the phone and we, I had just completed my first quarter of the school year and I got all A's, woohoo. Um, 
which changed drastically second quarter. Second quarter really humbled me, um, which is another reason why I had to take such a big break from my podcast. Um, And so my grandma was on the phone and she was like, Sydney, I am so proud of you. And you guys already know how much I love my grandma. I can talk to her for hours about anything. And she's like, Sydney, I am so proud of you. And I, again, I just start breaking out in tears and just like losing it. And so, cause I don't know, cause sometimes like, it's really nice to hear that stuff. Cause you know, when you do a lot of things and you know, sometimes not that you feel underappreciated, it's just kind of like, you know, it's good to be recognized for the work that you do. She's like, you work so hard and you still maintain straight A's. Like you're, you know, like you're amazing. Yada, yada, yada. And you know, I'm just like crying and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, thank you so much. And you know, uh, I just had to express like my gratitude to her towards then. Um, but since then, um, it took me a while to get it back together. Um, Cause you guys know that I suffer with seasonal depression. So like from like November to like the early to the beginning of March, like, you know, I'm kind of going through a few episodes. So it took me almost that entire month to get it back together, at least up until the, at least until Thanksgiving break. Um, I was like at a pretty low point break made me feel a little bit better. Got to, you know, relax a little bit, see some family on Thanksgiving. And then, you know, the following week I turned 18. So, you know, like got a little bit excited for that. Um, and yeah, and I've been talking about this for like past, uh, like 10 minutes, but I hope you guys don't mind. Um, but that's basically one of the main reasons why I just needed a break because I've been going on and on and on this podcast you know for a long time and I've taken like a month break before like usually during the holidays or um sometimes during the summer I'll take a break for like a month um but that's like normal scheduling but so this was kind of like out of the norm and um I actually think I want to go into a break right here um but before I do I want to go back to when I was talking about uh my new self-care for the week segment. Um, I actually got that from another podcast called Brown Girls Self-Care Podcast. And I discovered it, I think at the beginning of the school year last year, and I absolutely love it. Um, I forgot what the host's name is. I think it's Kayla, Um, but she is like phenomenal. Like she feels like my mom, like, you know, or like, you know, like um, a mom for like another universe. She's like, because she, she has like her own kids. She's, um, uh, she's an older woman and she's just taught me so much about myself and um, just like things that I never really realized before because she moved from like corporate America as a black woman to, you know, quitting her job to become like this podcast host and starting this whole idea of like brown girl self-care and not really knowing where it was going to go. But now she has like this amazing platform and like I look forward to her episodes all the time. She has this most recent episode um called let me find it um hold on hold on hold on uh seven things i wish for black women in 2023 and that one was posted at the beginning at the beginning of january and then like two weeks ago she posted one called i was afraid i'd let black women down last year and like i really resonated with that and i know you guys are probably thinking like sydney what the heck? Like, what do you mean you let us down? Like, you've done like almost everything under the sun, like, you know, for us and people around you. And so 
And I'm like, of course I know that, but like, I think it's just the imposter syndrome in me and just like, you know, this feeling of always wanting to make other people proud or live for other people's validation, which is something that I'm constantly working on. Um, it was just something that I needed to, I think it was something that I needed to hear. Uh, and like, I'm blanking at the moment. I can't remember exactly what she said, but I guess that means she needs to go to, over to her podcast. This is like a shameless plug. Obviously she doesn't know me and doesn't know that I'm doing this, but um, go over to her podcast and give it a listen. Um, and I just really resonated with that. And like, like I was saying over the weekend when um, I was not really in the healthiest place, uh, that's a way that I was feeling. Like I was just feeling like I had let a lot of people down even though I've done the exact opposite, you know, but sometimes, you know, like I said, like your mind just plays tricks on you and I just needed like two days to just recuperate and just, you know, get out of my head for a little bit and just take a breather. Um, but I've done a lot of talking for the past 20 minutes. So I think I'm going to go ahead and to a break right here and I'll be right back. Hey, this is Sydney Cherlinet, and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that'll be broadcasting on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We will have outstanding guests that'll talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Sydney Collins of Perfect Timing. Hello, Shaw Bear Nation. This is Lawrence Smith, president of the Shaw Bears Booster Club. As we plan to help Shaw University go to the next level, we are calling for your support and participation. Whether you're a recent graduate or a longtime alumnus, we need your youth, energy, ideas, and influence to help us grow and do great things. Don't forget to go to our online store, pick up your latest Shaw Bear Nation gear, go to www.shawbearsnation.com. Let's get ready for the new generation of Shaw Bear Nation. Welcome back. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that first part of my episode. Um, just talking about things that I've been through these past couple months, uh, why I've been on a break for like two and a half months and, um, why I uh, basically just basically giving you guys some life dates about what's going on. Um, something kind of crazy. Uh, what should I talk about first? Mm, I think I'm going to go ahead and talk about my car crash. Hey, so um, as most of you guys may know, um, I got into a car accident uh, like mid-December time. Um, and it was just like something I would say I wasn't expecting. Um, and I had a rear ended, um, another driver. Um, obviously I, I don't really feel comfortable going into the details about all of that, but, um, it was just a very scary moment for me. And I guess going back to, you know, feeling like I haven't done enough and just feeling guilty 
like, you know, growing up as the middle child, you know, I guess the more stereotypical thing is that the middle child feels, you know, the most left out, you know, like hidden, like no one really gives them attention, but like, obviously like I'm like the quite the opposite. Like I'm probably like the most expensive kid in my household currently. Um, and it just, I don't know, I, in a way, like I'm, I'm just, I just feel guilty about it. I felt, I felt guilty about it. Like for a lot of my life, um, you know, going to ballet classes, you know, the gas money on that, that paying for the actual classes, um, you know, not even just like money, like time, like, and, you know, you guys know, like me and my mom are very, very close and, you know, um, my dad contributing as well. It, for a lot of my life, like I felt like a burden financially and just like in general because of those things. And, you know, starting my podcast and having to travel for that. And, you know, all, again, all this is through my philanthropy. Like I do not get paid to do my podcast and, you know, uh, we can get into like a bunch of monetization and sponsorship stuff in another episode um, and why I am still at this point with my podcast. Um, and don't get me wrong, like I, I love it. I absolutely adore, you know, doing what I do. And, you know, it it never really was for a paycheck in the beginning. So, you know, why would it be now? Um, so that really wasn't the problem. But like when I crashed my car, like it was just like a like a shock. Firstly, it was the grace of God because I was not injured like at all you know um the airbag deployed and um I had like pulled over into like the side of the ditch and like I had to take a few moments to breathe and then like get out my car like I didn't I don't remember banging my head or anything um and then like I went to school for maybe like an hour and a half and then my mom came to pick me up um thankfully I had some friends who witnessed it and uh I one of their moms was there actually so she was able to stay with me while we figured stuff out and they went to school and then my friend's mom ended up taking me to school and you know trying to calm me down like a little bit um and uh I went to the nurse you know just to see and she was like she would feel more comfortable if I went to like the ER or like urgent care or something like that um, just because something could be happening that I don't know about or I, I'm not feeling yet, which I totally understood because me being someone who has watched like everything of Grey's Anatomy, I still haven't caught up with season 19, but um, I can go into all that another time. But um, obviously, like I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, what if I have like internal ble- internal bleeding going on? What if I hit my head and I didn't know it? Like, you know, and all these thoughts going through my head. Um, and that's just like, you know, my paranoia speaking out to me, but, um, I called me, my mom, like called, uh, urgent care to see, you know, what was going on. And, uh, just, they were just asking me questions. Like, do you feel like any kind of pain? And I was like, not really. And they're like, well, you know, if you're not feeling or complaining of any pain, we don't really see a reason for you to come in. And they didn't have like virtual appointments. So I just had to do like a phone call appointment with the doctor and he basically told me the same thing. Like, you know, if you're not feeling any pain, you know, um, I wouldn't see a purpose in you coming in. And they just said like, cause I told him I had like a little bit of back pain and it, they said if that had continued um, for another week or so, then maybe I should come in uh, just to get it checked out and like make sure nothing else was going on. So I'm like, okay. And um, it didn't. So, you know, I'm really blessed on that end. And then like, very soon after the car accident, I was able to get another car. So 
again, I don't know, grace of God. I'm not sure how that happened. Uh, it's the same car. It's a used car, but you know, again, I'm blessed as ever. And I couldn't be more thankful for, you know, the people in my corner who've been able to help me with stuff like that and just like help me through it. And um, it was really funny because the day after was my 18th birthday party. Um, and so that was just kind of difficult because now we were missing like a car with a bunch of extra space. I dyed my hair that day, you know, it was, it was eventful, but you know, I'm, I'm just blessed. Um, I do miss my car <laughs> there. I can definitely see some differences in the car that I have now and the, the one I used to have, but you know, I can't really complain. Um, so yeah, that's my car crash story. Um, and you know, I was, I was pretty upset for, you know, maybe a few days. Um, I couldn't really bring myself to drive for maybe like two weeks after, which wasn't that big of a deal because um, I had two more days of school before winter break. Um, and one of those days I didn't even go to school uh, just because I didn't have to. Um, I didn't really, I wasn't really missing anything that day. Second day I had to take a test, but um, anyways, um, I just didn't really, I couldn't bring myself to drive for like maybe two weeks. And the first time I did drive, um, I went to the movies with my friends and it caused a little bit of anxiety in a few moments. And like, yeah, I, it brought me a little bit of anxiety, like the couple drives after the accident, but I've been fine ever since I've been taking me and my brother to school every day. Um, and yeah, things have been good. Things have been good. <laughs> um, but enough about that. Uh, I, got, I, I know a lot of you guys are probably curious about what's going on with my whole college stuff and everything. So, cause I'm talking about how like it almost killed me to do all those applications back in November. I had some in December as well. And um, I had a couple in January too. So I guess I can go ahead and like go through my decisions and stuff like that. So I was accepted to Spelman College, Howard University, Clark Atlanta, um, NCAT, High Point University, University of Missouri, or like Mizzou that people like to call it, and James Madison University. So those are the schools that I have been accepted to so far. Super exciting. Um, I am leaning to more than, to some more than others, um, but I'm going to keep those to myself for now. Um, but I'll, I will share that those are the ones I got accepted to. Um, I was deferred and waitlisted from University of Southern California and University of North Carolina. Um, I actually found out about North Carolina, like an hour before this recording, which is kind of funny. Um, and a lot of people got like the same messaging. I think I know of some people who got accepted, some people who got waitlisted and some people who got denied and it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, California's far away, uh, and North Carolina, I really did like the school, but it wasn't super, super high on my list. Um, but you know, I'll still keep them in consideration. And you guys are probably wondering, was I rejected from anywhere? Yeah, I was. I was rejected from uh, University of Georgia, um, which it did sting a little bit because um, I've gone on a few a few college tours. I want to. I'm planning to go on a few more. But um, when I went to Georgia, University of Georgia, which is in Athens, which is such a pretty uh, excuse me, wow, which is such a pretty place. Um, if you guys live in the DMV area, it kind of reminds me of like Old Town, Virginia or I guess Alexandria area. It, it really reminds me of that. And it's just so pretty. Um, and so I went on the tour. It was like the first school where I was like, whoa, I actually see myself here. And then it was like literally later that week I found it that I got denied. But you know, it's okay. It was a very rigorous application process. And 
yeah, <laughs> it is what it is, I guess. Maybe I just wasn't meant to be there. Um, and then the schools I'm still waiting on are Boston University, Georgia Tech, University of Maryland, and UPenn. By the time this episode comes out, I think I will be just finding out about Maryland, or I might be finding out like the day after or two days after. Um, so I'm really excited for that. But the rest of them, I don't think I'll be finding out about until like March or something like that or early spring. Um, and that's okay. Uh, UPenn's in there, like the only Ivy League. My dad wanted me to apply to like two of them, but um, I was like, nah, I didn't really like any of, any of the other ones. So UPenn was the way to go. Um, so these are more like my reach schools for you, for those of you that kind of know what that means. It's just kind of like schools with like smaller acceptance rates. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my college update. Again, not, I'm leaning to some more than others, but I haven't really solidified on the one that, that I want to go to yet. But obviously you guys be the first to know uh, where I decide to go. So yeah, so that's it on my college stuff. Um, I kind of want to do, I want, I kind of want to talk to talk about what I've been up to other than like school and stuff like that. Um, so as you guys know, I've been posting and posting over and over again about um, my experience with the Stephen Marjorie Hardy Girls Who Rule the World Retreat. And let me tell you, like, I absolutely adored it. You guys seen a lot of videos and pictures from it. So I won't go too, too into depth, but um, I was, I'm basically just so blessed for the opportunity. I was able to be on a panel with Lexi P, who's also from the DMV area. Um, and she's actually been on this podcast before, if you guys remember a few years ago. Um, and I think it was just like a very full circle moment for the both of us. And uh, so back in 2021, when I was 16, um, I went to a Girls Who Rule the World event, um, like basically as an attendee. And um, I just loved it. Like I was just so ready to absorb everything. Like there were celebrities there. And like, that was honestly, to me, the closest my name was ever going to get to Stephen Marjorie Harvey. But literally almost two years later, I came back as a speaker with my name next to Steve and Marjorie Harvey. So it was just like, you know, a full circle moment. And I absolutely loved it. The girls were so precious. I, I think the age range was from like 13 to 17. There was like a few uh, um, outliers in there. I think there was like a nine-year-old and like maybe another 18-year-old, but um, I absolutely enjoyed myself. And I know the girls did too. It was such an immersive experience. You know, we had the founder and CEO of Miel or Miel. I don't know really how you guys like to pronounce it, but um, the curly hair brand, she was there just talking about her transition from, you know, her business becoming a part of PNG goods. And the way they like to put it is that uh, her name is Monique Rodriguez. And uh, she's basically like the modern day Madam CJ Walker. And I was like, that is such a perfect way to put it. And, you know, I think she's been getting a lot of backlash because, you know, uh, for those of you guys who like know all the drama that's been going on, uh, specifically with one of her products um a lot of people have been calling her out of her name in some inappropriate ways and so it was just like a very nice thing to see how the other speakers were standing up for her how she was standing up for herself and um I think it was really nice to see and it definitely gave me a new perspective and you know the girls who knew about the situation I think their minds were changed as well um but I think I just loved it. The president of Essence was there, uh, Caroline Wanga. She is such a force field. She is such a force field. Like I feel like I would just I just want to be in her bubble like all the time. Like 
literally just by looking at her, like she would make me want to like run a marathon just because I feel like I can. Like that's just the kind of energy and power that she gives off. And like, I would not be able to do her justice by retelling her story, um, but she was just amazing. Um, but, you know, and, and again, my girl Temple was there. I was so good to see her again because she's she's established in Atlanta. So, and she was able to have her own segment for STEM. Um, and we, I think we all adored it. And, you know, I was able to talk to the girls about brown girlpreneurship um, and just how I started my business, my podcast, how Lexi started her pod, I mean, not her podcast, excuse me, how she started her business, uh, Curling East does, which is her own curly hair brand. And it was just indescri- indescribable. Like speaking to young girls and empowering them is something that I'll never take for granted. And it's something new and it's a new experience every time. Uh, and thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of you who sent in letters for my You Are Enough initiative. That, it literally could not have been received better. The girls absolutely adored them. A few of them came up to me in tears and saying how much they needed to hear it. And just to hear that they have some, you know, some cheerleaders that they never met before in the background, just supporting them and uplifting them. I think that they really needed that. And it's definitely something that I wish I had when they were their age. So just to see, you know, the sparkle in their eyes and for something for them to take away from the event, I think, I think it was such a good movement. And I'm so glad that I was able to do that for them and give them some inspiration as as well as the gratitude jars that I created, Um, just the jars and we put in like strips of paper in it. Uh, and gave to the girls for them to write something that they're grateful about every day. And then on the days where they're not feeling as grateful or as positive, they can go back into those cards and figure out their why, you know, whether it's for their mom, for their family, for something else, for a goal that they want to reach, you know. I really wanted them to have that as well, uh, just to be their own motivators, you know, Um, and just stay disciplined. And it was, again, just an amazing experience. It's kind of difficult for me to sum it up in words uh, and serve it justice but it was a really cool experience they bought off the chick-fil-a ranch off of chick-fil-a um and so it's their own space now it's like over 2,000 acres or something like that they're starting to build cabins for them so this was basically a new legacy spot for girls who rule the world and you know these girls were the first generation I guess so you know it's time for them to move on and let new girls fill those seats and you know I'm excited to see where it goes from here and you know hopefully I get to be able to be a part of it again but I I absolutely loved it but you guys know that (laughs) how much you guys know how much by how much I've been posting about it um just the impact from it because you know it's I don't know that was basically like my I made it moment and hopefully we can have a few more of those soon but I think I'm gonna stop it there (laughs) um Let's talk about, let's talk about New Year's resolutions, New Year's resolutions. So um, I really, really, really want to start honing in and uh, obtaining a closer relationship with God. Um, You know, I have this plan on my Bible app that basically helps me with like my identity searching and just like figuring out who I am as a child of God. It's been really moving. Um. For those of you who have the Bible app, you know, I think it's called version or something like that. Um, the plan is on there and uh, I, can't exactly, I can't exactly remember the name of it right now because I've actually been slacking on finishing it up. It's a 15 day plan. 
um, with all these devotionals and scriptures and just like tasking you with ways you can better your relationship with God. Um, so I definitely advise it to other people. And so it's something that I've been trying to practice myself and yeah, I definitely loved, um, I definitely am trying to get my relationship to God, uh, closer and just like tighter, just like having more faith in him. Something also that I've been doing is, um, if you guys have the app called clubhouse where basically you can join a bunch of conversations, uh, basically it's literally like, um, an audio version of Instagram. Like, it's just like everyone talking and it's, it's actually kind of like a bunch of mini podcasts as well and just like conversations. And so something that I decided to start doing is listening to morning prayers. Um, right now I am listening to, uh, DRH ministries every morning. They start at 6 a.m. I've been getting up a little late this week. So um I usually join around like 6 30 or something like that. And I just absolutely love it. Today they were able to bless uh, a young woman who moved from I think the Atlanta area to Houston, Texas. And her and her kids have been like in and out of hotels and she hasn't been able to find a job. And it's been like almost a month that she's been in Houston. And so the pastor was able to, you know, have everyone sow a seed and uh, sending her money so she can be able to afford another hotel for a week because she sent a message to him and was like, I don't usually do this. This is out of my comfort zone. But if you can, I would really appreciate your help. You know, I've been listening to your prayer, uh, morning prayers and stuff like that. Um, I just need to afford another week in a hotel. And so, and then they're either going to go farther than that and, you know, help her find a job and help her get on her feet a little bit. Cause you know, it was just, it was, it was beautiful to experience. And so they, it went like way over time. Usually it's like an hour and some change, but, um, this prayer was probably almost two hours long. And I listened to it, uh, like halfway, halfway on my way to school. And so just seeing that the work that they're doing, I think is phenomenal. And, you know, I, I really wake up and look forward to listening to their prayers in the morning. And so I'm kind of proud of myself for that. Um, I'm starting to implement that into my life. So, yeah. Um, I'm also trying to, for my New Year's resolutions, I'm trying to, like, make more healthy choices, I guess, um, in terms of, like, what I eat and put in my body, you know, trying to get into fitness. Because uh, I, you know, as you guys know, like, after me retiring from ballet, that was, like, my main form of exercise. Um, so. I haven't, you know, nothing much has changed, but, you know, I'd like to, you know, start getting mobile again uh, and just starting to build like a healthy lifestyle that fits in, you know, with the goal, the personal goals I have with my fitness and with my fitness journey and stuff like that, you know, drinking loads of water, just simple stuff like that. Um, another thing I'm going to do is get back into therapy. Um, something else that I've been kind of guilty about is, you know, as big as a, as big of a, um, mental health advocate that I am. I haven't gone to therapy in over a year and a half. And so you're like, you guys probably think like, Sydney, what, what, what is the point of that? And honestly, um, I really have no one else to blame, but myself, because I allowed my, I allowed myself to get to a point where I couldn't even fit something that should be so crucial in my life. I think I only been to like two sessions. I started going in the summer of 2021 and I haven't I haven't, you know, scheduled something else since August of 2021. And so uh, I actually emailed her the other day and I was like, basically just asking if she would still have me as a client and just reaching back up just to see. And she ends up responding. And so 
I'll have you guys know that I will be starting therapy back soon, um, which I'm really excited about. Um, and just really starting to make that a regular thing in my life and not just something that I wouldn't, I put off to the side like I did junior year. And as you guys already know, junior year really did a number on me. And so from then I've learned how to treat myself a little bit better. And I think therapy is the way to go. So yeah. And I guess this is your sign if you, if you have it, or if you feel like you should, um, to get therapy, I think everyone needs it. Even if you feel like, you know, that thing's really wrong. I just feel like having someone to talk to, or just having someone to listen, um, is helpful, you know? So I'm really excited to get back into it. Um, and yeah, this kind of fits into my thing of my word for the year being self-care. And so something I'm excited to do is start having weekends to myself, you know, like at least once a month, I'm going to like keep a weekend for myself. And that can either be, you know, for me to, um, go get a massage if I can. Cause a lot of the places I've been asking about, um, have been booked up for a while. Um, or if I need to work on something or just allow my time to allow myself some time to just rest and not always be on the go all the time, that would be what these weekends are designated for. And so, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to start, uh, trying those out and like they'll come and go as uh my schedule gets booked up and stuff like that if I have like three out of three weekends out of one month booked up I know to make that one weekend you know my weekend to myself and so this coming weekend tomorrow after the day after I record this episode will be my the beginning of my personal weekend and I already know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna treat myself to a seafood boil um I love myself a good little seafood boil so um uh and yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to start implementing this into my life and hopefully making it a regular thing. Um, and yeah, I really, I'm, I'm excited, you know, just to see where it goes. And I know I've been talking forever, um, but I'm almost done. Um, I wanted to share this message that my mom sent to me uh, yesterday and it just really spoke to me. And it's like, a true testament to people who you see out there, you know, doing their best, you know, they're in like their prime time or, you know, they just seem to be like this glowing person. Like it's just this message that she sent me that talks about, you know, why this person is the way it is. So I'm going to take the time now to uh, share it with you guys. So broken. I was at Dollar Tree last night, and there was a lady and two kids behind me in the long line. One was a big kid, and the other was toddler. The bigger one had a pack of glow sticks, and the toddler was screaming for them. The mom opened the pack and gave him one of the and gave him one, which stopped the tears. He walked around with it smiling, but then the bigger boy took it, and the other and the toddler started screaming again. Just as the mom was about to fuss, the older child bent the glow stick and handed it back to the toddler. As we walked outside at the same time, the toddler noticed that the stick was was now glowing. And his brother said, I had to break it so that you could get the full effect from it. I almost ran because I hear God saying to me, I had to break you to show you why I created you. You had to go through it so you could fulfill your purpose. That precious child was happy just swinging that unbroken glow stick around in the air because he didn't understand what it was created to do, which was glow. There are some people who will be content just being, and some of us are chosen. We have to be broken. We have to get sick. We have to lose a job. 
we go through a divorce, we have to bury our spouse, bury, excuse me, we have to bury our spouse, parents, best friend, or our child. In those moments of desperation, we, we were broken. But when the breaking is done, then we will be able to see the reason for which we were created. So when you see us glowing, just know that we have been broken. Crazy, right? I, I just had to share that with you guys because, you know, that whole saying of people saying, you know, you never know what some what someone is going through. It's a it's a really big testament. And, you know, one of the main things that get, that keeps me going in like my periods of depression is knowing that it will get better and just trying to keep myself from that dark place because it has. It's gotten better again and again and again. And, you know, it just so when people see me, you know, all happy and glowy, you know, I think like a month or so ago, um, I think I was just being really happy and like chipper. Uh, it was like right after class and me and my friends were walking to lunch and one of them was like, Sydney, I love how, you know, excited and um, just like your personality is so bright all the time. Like, I love that about you. And it just made me happy because um, it was just something for me to take upon myself that people notice, you know, the kind of positivity I try to spread around. Um, so yeah, it feels, it feels pretty good. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys and, you know, just check on, you know, those who love you and those that you love, um, and basically tell them that you love them, you know, just be that person for them because, you know, you never know if they might need it or not. Um, and yeah, I'm excited for a new year. We're almost done with, with the first month. Crazy. Time just flies. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, so I think I'm going to end it there. Thank you all so, 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 so much for joining me uh, for like this hour or so or 50 minute podcast. I know I've been talking for a while and I'm going to shut my trap as soon as I'm done here because my jaw physically hurts. Um, but thank you all so, so much for listening once again. You guys have been my biggest supporters and there's some of you that I haven't even met that have impacted me in ways that I couldn't even imagine. So thank you all again. Um, And yeah, this is perfect timing. I'll see y'all next week.